Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Welcome to the teaching of the Word of God. Thank you so much for spending time with me to learn the truth from the Bible. I love the Word of God. I want to know the will of God that comes from the Scriptures, so that I can walk in the worthy of the gospel. So let us pray and ask the Lord to teach us. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that we can learn from you, and your Holy Spirit is our teacher, and we want to receive the truth from you, Lord. Give us revelation and understanding and insight, so that we can live a honorable life. Before your eyes, and we can be the blessing to your kingdom and many people around the world, Father. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I would like to read from the book of James, chapter one, verse twelve. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he had stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God. Has promised to those who love Him. This scripture talk about trial or test, passing the test, being steadfast, being faithful to the things of God, to Him, to the kingdom of God, and to what we are called to do. And God promises that He's gonna give us the rewards and the crown of life. In this scripture, God say that. We will go through some trial and test to see our character and see our faithfulness and obedience to Him. When you study the Bible, you can see that the test of faithfulness, the test of time, the test of obedience, happened to many servants of God in the Bible. One of them was King David. David was anointed to be the next king of Israel. At the age of 17, after this incredible promise was given to him, David did not go to the palace for a coronation right away. He went back to the shepherd's field. He was an anointed man to be the king, but not appointed yet. He had to pass the test of being faithful and obedient in taking care of God's sheep. And he need to show that he really obeyed the word of God. He had to pass the test of being good to King Saul, even though Saul was trying to kill him. Saul was very jealous of him, and David had to pass the test of submission and honoring the anointing. I would like to read the story in First Samuel chapter sixteen, verses thirteen to nineteen. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed David in the midst of his brothers, and the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from that day forward. And Samuel arose and went to Ramah, but the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord tormented and troubled him. 
Saul's servant said to him, "Behold, an evil spirit from God torments you. Let our Lord now command your servants here before you to find a man who plays skillfully on the lyre. And when the evil spirit from God is upon you, he will play it, and you will be well." Saul told his servants, "Find me a man who plays well and brings him to me." One of the young men said, "I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who plays skillfully, a valiant man, a man of war, prudent in speech and eloquent, an attractive person, and the Lord is with him." So Saul sent messengers to Jesse and said, "Send me David, your son, who is with the chief." In this story, we can see that David was anointed to be the next king. The presence of God was with him, and he could play the lyre or the worship music very well. Every time he played the worship song, the evil spirit would have left King Saul. King Saul was very jealous of him and wanted to kill him and get rid of him. David did not take the throne until he was 37 years old. It took. 27 years for him to take the throne, for him to be prepared for where God was taking him. Wow! Many years before he became the king, he went through years of preparation and tests. The Lord wants to really use you and want to bless you, but you need to pass the test, just like King David. The Bible says that. Elders and deacons of the church must pass the test. Sometimes you join a local church, and you think that I deserve to grab the microphone and preach. After I joined this church for six months, because I know the Bible a lot, I finished the Bible school. I used to serve in another church before I moved to this city for ten years. So I should be the preacher in this church. My brothers and sisters, you need to be patient. You need to pass the test. Your pastor may test you, so wait for God's timing. Don't rush. Just stay in peace. Trust God. When the right time comes, the Lord will appoint you and anoint you and use you in that church. Not only that, you should do like King David did. Even though King Saul really abused him and tried to kill him, but David never opened his mouth. To speak something against King Saul, in the same way, when you join the church, and the pastor may not be perfect, but you know and you know in your heart that God put you there to serve in that ministry under that pastor. Even though you see the weakness of your pastor, it's not your job to criticize, to attack, to cause division, and to really gossip about your pastor. Pass the test. God may allow you to see the weakness of your pastor. But you just do love him or her, and serve faithfully. Show your steadfast heart, your faithfulness, your loyalty, and I believe God gonna use you beyond you can imagine. Please stay in peace and stay being faithful. Do like King David. I would read to you First Samuel chapter twenty-four verses one to six. The Bible say, when Saul returned from following the Philistines. He was told, "Behold, David is in the wilderness of Engedi." 
Then Saul took three thousand chosen men out of all Israel and went to seek David and his men in front of the white goat's rocks. And he came to the chief folds by the way, where there was a cave. And Saul went in to relieve himself. He went in to rest in the cave. Now David and his men were sitting in the innermost parts of the cave. And the men of David said to him, "Do you notice that the men of David say something like, 'This is the will of God for you to do something.' Here is a day of which the Lord said to you, 'Be careful, don't believe everything that people said that the Lord said to you. You have to listen to the Holy Spirit yourself. Behold, I will give your enemy into your hand, and you shall do to him as it shall seem good to you.'" This advice seemed to be very reasonable. That this is a time you can take a revenge. You can kill King Saul. Just killed him. He was sleeping. He will not be able to fight with you. This is from the Lord. But again, brothers and sisters, please check with the Bible. When people say to you, "You have to do this because the Spirit of God told me," you need to check with the Bible, and you need to check with the Holy Spirit inside you. Then David arose and steadily cut off a corner of Saul's robe, and afterward, David's heart struck him. He was so convicted in his heart that he did something wrong to the anointed one of God. Again, King Saul was still anointed to be the king at that time because he had cut off a corner of Saul's robe. He said to his men, "The Lord forbid that I should do this thing to my lord." The Lord's anointed to put out my hand against him, seeing he is the Lord's anointed. Do you notice that David, after he was anointed at 17 years old, he passed the test. He was faithful in taking care of the chief of his father. He was running away. He was abused. He was persecuted, but he kept his heart right. He kept his faithfulness. Before the eyes of God, and he did not touch King Saul. He let the issue to be dealt with by God. He did not take the problem into his own hands. He passed all these tests, and eventually, 20 years later, he became the king of Israel. Wow! He passed the test. Joseph also passed many tests, and eventually, he was appointed to be a prime minister of Egypt. He was sold to be a slave when he was 17 years old. When he was 28 years old, he interpreted dreams for Pharaoh's butler and baker. And at 30 years of age, 13 years later, he interpreted dreams for Pharaoh and became the prime minister of Egypt. Let me read the story of Joseph. I like the story of Joseph. This young man, he passed the test, many tests, the test. Of not committing adultery, the test of being good workers or servant of his master, he passed the test of forgiveness. His brother sold him to be the slave at 17 years old. He forgave his brothers. His boss wife tried to commit adultery with him. He ran away. He was put in jail, but he still forgave Potiphar, his boss. He worked hard in jail. Look at Genesis 39, verses 1 to 23. 
Now Joseph has been brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard, an Egyptian, had bought him from the Ishmaelites, who had brought him down there. The Lord was with Joseph. You notice that the anointing was with him. The Lord. I like this sentence, and I pray that this sentence is for you too. The Lord is with me and you. Everywhere we go, we want the presence of God to be with us. And he became a successful man. Why he was a successful man? Because number one, he is a man of good heart. Number two, the Lord was with him and gave him success. And he was in the house of his Egyptian master. His master saw that the Lord was with him. Even the unbelievers noticed that God was with Joseph. It's amazing. It's wonderful, and I believe that this will happen to you too, and that the Lord caused all that He did to succeed in His hands. So Joseph found favor in His sight and attended him, and he made him overseer of his house, and put him in charge of all that he had from the time that he made him overseer in his house, and over all that he had, the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for. Joseph say, "I like that. Wherever you go, the Lord is with you. You are faithful. You hard worker. You don't cheat time at your company. You work hard, even though you may not get a big salary. You may feel that the company kind of take advantage of you. You work so hard, but why the salary is so small? But you say, 'Hey, man will not see, but God sees me. I want the presence of God. I want to be faithful. I'm gonna work hard before the eyes of God.'" And eventually, you're gonna find the favor from man and the favor from God. So the Lord blessed the Egyptians' house for Joseph's sake. The blessing of the Lord was on all that he had. Oh, I like that sentence. In the house and field, so he left all that he had in Joseph's charge, and because of him, he had no concern about anything but the food he ate. Now Joseph was handsome. In form and appearance, and after a time, his master wife cast her eyes on Joseph and said, "Lie with me." But he refused and said to his master's wife, "Behold, because of me, my master has no concern about anything in the house, and he has put everything that he has in my charge. He is not greater in this house than I am, nor has he kept." Back anything for me except you, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? He passed the test of not committing adultery, and as she spoke to Joseph day after day, he would not listen to her to lie beside her or to be with her. But one day, when he went into the house to do his work. And none of the men of the house was there in the house. She caught him by his garment, saying, "Lie with me." But he left his garment in her hand and fled and got out of the house. And as soon as she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and had fled out of the house, she called to the men of her household and said to them, "See, he has brought among us a Hebrew to laugh at us." He came in to me to lie with me, and I cried out with a loud voice. And as soon as he heard that, I lifted up my voice 
and cried out. He left his garment beside me and fled, and got out of the house. Then she laid up his garment by her until his master came home, and she told him the same story, saying, "The Hebrew servant whom you have brought among us came in to me to laugh at me." Wow, she really lied about Joseph. She accused him, falsely accused him, and. Joseph responded in a godly way. He went through many tests, but as soon as I lifted up my voice and cried, he left his garment beside me and fled out of the house. As soon as his master heard the words that his wife spoke to him, "This is the way your servant treated me," his anger was kindled, and Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, and the place where the king's prisoners were confined. And he was there in prison, but listen carefully. The Lord was with Joseph and showed him steadfast love and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Everywhere Joseph went, whether a slave in the house of the master or in prison, the presence of God was with him. He had a good heart. He was steadfast in obeying his God. And the keeper of the prison put Joseph in charge of all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever was done there, he was the one who did it. The keeper of the prison paid no attention to anything that was in Joseph's charge because the Lord was with him. I like this sentence again. The Lord was with him again and again and again, and whatever he did, the Lord made it succeed. My brother and sister, don't get discouraged by the. Preparation process between the time God puts a dream into your heart and the time it comes to pass. You and I, all of us, have to go through this preparation process of test and trial. God wants to see our real person, what kind of person we are, and He need to prepare our heart and our life for the bigger job. We have to pass the test of. Obedience, the test of faithfulness, the test of steadfastness, the test of loving people, forgiving people. If you keep the right attitude, every struggle you go through, every disappointment, every delay, will make you stronger and developing your character, growing you up, and you become a very Powerful, faithful, and mature man and woman of God. Pass those tests, my brother and sister. It will get you prepared for bigger things that you can do for God, for your family, and for your community. I believe that you will be the man like King David and like Joseph. Let us pray, Father. Thank you for both the anointing and the appointing. That you have for my life and for their life, Father. Thank you for the training and the preparation process that you are taking us through. I believe that I and my brother and sister will pass all the tests and stay steadfast while we are going through all the trials, and we will get to where you are taking us to. And we ask your Holy Spirit to give us grace and power. Give us a new heart, a new spirit, 
a steadfast heart and power to be able to endure and pass all the tests. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Wow! I believe you're gonna put this teaching into practice, and you will be a man and a woman of God who will be the blessing to the nations. God bless you and give you all the wonderful things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this teaching. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.